Yes, this is Cash Color Canvas, a high level of conversation. Um, tonight we are recording live from Urban City Market for our Atlanta City Market event. And like I said prior before our last interview, for Atlanta City Market, when we bring Cash Color Canvas podcast through, we try to make the conversation less about cannabis and more about black owned business. And um, I had a chance to get with my man Terry, man. You talk about a, a super dope black owned business. For sure. I bumped into you, matter of fact, the early seasons of the podcast, matter of fact. Yes, he was on definitely. the show, matter of fact, our second year. Where you introduced us to this amazing coloring book where they had Jordans, they had but also a female version that was on for stilettos, it was dope. We have the Iron Hills book and it's just amazing you say that. The sister that was with me, Kia, yeah. today is her birthday. She's in Antigua, we did a Zoom party for her. Happy birthday, so Kia. Happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday Kia. 1998 day. All right, man, but for those who don't know, man, please introduce yourself, tell us what you do. All right, my name is Terry Tetris and I'm the founder of Can I Kick It? Can I Kick It is a sneaker culture-based um, company. Uh, we basically sit at the crossroads between sneakers, pop culture, sports, as all those things are synonymous. So uh, we design, we create, we're artistic, we partner with entrepreneurs and other creators across the country. Uh, we're activating some art exhibits right now. We did one in LA to Art of Sneakers. And just moving and just growing the culture and just showing how everything is synonymous and connected dots. You know, you needed to. You know, sneaker culture is huge. It's been huge for yes. years. You know what I'm saying? We're watching it grow from a place where we know we were all trying to just make sure we get $80 sneakers and now they're $8,000. You know the the prices on some of these sneakers is crazy and the things that some of the people will do to get the sneakers yeah. is, is even crazy. Today is a bot game. Yeah. So they're, they're bots that are controlling pretty much the entire game and the rest of us are just picking for scraps. So <laughs> I really think Nike's in on the back end of that thing. So, but I'm going to say, allegedly, we're gonna Allegedly. We could talk about I have a great relationship with Puma. You can talk about Nike all day. Okay. Oh, I, I love Puma. Puma is Puma is really up and coming. Puma yeah. is the, the next big thing. They just released the yeah. Clyde Drexler's. Oh, uh, shout out to my brother Anthony Hightower. I went to middle school with him. He is really? now a marketing executive at Puma. So I'll yeah, he, he hit me with the Puma with the Clyde. Oh, really? Yes, okay, okay. You're I got a pair in my house right yes, now. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Those, those are nice. And Puma's doing yeah. great things. I love that yeah. brand. So let's talk about the coloring book, man, because the coloring book is what drew me. I still got the one in my house. I have yet to pull out the crayons because I'm like, yo, it's going to be a perfect moment when yes, I do this. It's yeah. going to be therapy. Uh, every <laughs> so time I come up to Live Hip Hop Daily, Jay Black is coloring in here. <laughs> it's so, therapy, yeah. man. Yeah. I watched my man do this. Like, yo, this is like a smooth venture. Um, talk to us about the coloring book and like how that came about. So the coloring book um, was founded by my brother, Troy Da Vinci. Okay. Uh, he's out in L.A. Shout out to Troy. Um, and basically, he and I grew up pretty much the same. I was in L.A., Lower Alabama. He was in L.A., Los Angeles. But we grew up liking the same thing, same age. And one of the things that we had in common is we used to draw our own sneakers and come up with our own sneakers and things like that. So as he got older, he thought, well, what if I design a product where we can, because uh, it's all about reliving your childhood. Right now, I'm a happy person because I live like a child every day. <laughs> I'm playing with sneakers. I'm playing with hip hop. You know, I might as well be 18 again. You know? yeah. So uh, this this was his original invention and creation. We helped him with uh, some of the later iterations of the book, the Sneakerhead book, the High on Hills book. Uh, got another educational product book that's coming out dealing with sneakers. That's all I can reveal. It'll hurt me if I say more than that, but uh, it's going to be big. We'll be doing a Kickstarter for that early next year. Okay. And you mentioned the High on Heels one, man. Speak to us about how that came about and what the reception has been for that one. The High on Heels, actually, Mike, my business partner over there, he's the one that came up with that name. And we were doing a sneaker show at Texas Southern, one of the first sneaker shows that we put on ourselves um, at Texas Southern. Shout out to TSU. Yes, indeed. And we, he was like, he was kind of 
crowdsourcing names across uh, all of my family members and uh, right now Mike is 2-0 two, two and o for the names of the different uh, books that we came up with and uh, we just crossed a couple things I said something crazy I said color me bad because I was thinking <laughs> when a female you got on some bad color shoes you think you're bad so I said color me bad nah he was right yeah they didn't like that so uh, they wound up going with high on heels and the reception has been great uh, uh, the thing with it is is Troy and I have a different energy so we recently brought on Miss um, Clem she's a fashion designer here um, here in um, in Atlanta, I just say in Atlanta. And she's right now working with Barnes & Nobles to do some open books with the coloring books and she's no, doing sipping no. colors and things like that of that nature. So we needed to change up the energy because you know, two, two hard leg guys selling sneakers, yeah. it's not necessarily, but the reception has been great. The women love it, the ladies love it. They um, have even customized it with rhinestones and beads after yeah. they've colored and things like that. So it's a great, it's a great one. Yeah, so what's the next move besides the coloring books? Because I see that the brand, the brand is branching out. Well, right now, like I said, we work with a variety of artists and creative across Atlanta, LA, New York. Uh, we're working with the artist Demetrius. He's a uh, local artist in Roswell. Uh, he does a exclusive line of sneaker art for us. Uh, we have a couple pieces in the back out there. Uh, we're also working with the artist sneakers in LA. They're doing um, a volume two of their coffee table book. I don't know if I got to get you one so you can have it oh, on the show. Please do. Yeah, the artist sneakers. And they're working on volume two of their book. We're going to be featured in that book. Uh, it's going to be a documentary series. And post pre COVID, we were going to do Art Basil is when they were going to reveal all of our pieces and things. So we'll see how that shakes out. Um, so we're doing that. Um, to be honest, right now, I'm trying to be like you. I'm trying to be like you, really. So we really want a Can I Kick It podcast. So I need Live Hip Hop Daily. You know, I was about to say, you've been, over, you've been over the studio way too many times. Let's get it down. So let's get for, it down. Thank you for giving me the information. You know, we might have a new neighbor soon. <laughs> most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, we would love to uh, be in that space. That sounds like a natural transition, though. You know what I mean? Because the conversation about sneakers, sneaker culture is one that lives online. And yes. to have a podcast is you directly kind of tapping into that market. There's a lot of uh, podcasts that have sprung up from it. A lot of YouTubers are doing their thing. There's guys got big followings uh, just talking about sneakers releases and things like that we want to kind of give it the other perspective again uh, we're big on art we're big on creativity we're big on design so we want to bring in different parts of the conversation of sneaker culture not just about the commerce and the trade part of it and to me that gets stale uh, we, we definitely want to keep it fresh and keep it on some things what's your favorite sneaker um, the ones I'm actually wearing now, the Jordan 5s are my, my favorite. I always keep a fresh pair of 5s. I got one pair of Jordans in my whole entire are life. Are you serious? My nephew gave it to me for, my, for Christmas two years Which ago. Which one is I got the, uh, matter of fact, I, don't, the, I think they're the Jordan 11s, matter of fact. Yeah. The Jordan 11 is the classic. That he's, would be my second favorite. He's a J head. He was like, oh, I love you. Here's some J's. That was the first, <laughs> my first J's ever. So, yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. The Jordan 11 is, uh, they, they call it the Christmas Jordan because every year, every year for Christmas, that's what they release. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah. yeah and, I uh, so, it, it's always another popular. That's one of the most iconic silhouettes when okay. it comes to Jordans as well. Okay. If you could design any sneaker, what would it be? Would it be those Jordans? Um, actually, I would want to design for someone other than Jordan. I kind of like what Sean Wertherspoon did. He just recently did a collaboration with ASIC. Okay. Um, the relationship with him and Nike wasn't working out too copacetic. And uh, even though it was one of the most hyped shoes ever released that he did with Nike, they're still reselling for over $1,000. He decided to take his talents to ASICs like LeBron. ASICs is such an underrated brand. It really, really oh, is. It like, really, like, really I is. throw it up there with the tonics. Like, people don't get how dope a tonics were at one point. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I put a tonics up there, and Elise was my brand coming up. Matter of fact, speaking of old school sneakers, what was your favorite old school? Because recently I got a pair of Troops. So oh, purple, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So purple and white Troops. Yeah. And I bought them based off LL Cool J. I was like, bro, I used to always want a pair 
pay a truce, but I didn't have the $80 back then when I was in middle school. Most definitely. Well, I, I was the exact opposite. <laughs> uh, the truce was cool, but I was a British knight guy. I was, oh, I I was, I've been trying I to find some British knights. I was on the Kumo D British knights. I've been trying to find some British knights. I've been trying to find some travel box. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to find some travel box for my Jamaican homies. I've been trying to find some travel box. That and the S. Doc Carters, a lot of people really slept, but a lot of these guys wouldn't be in the sneaker space, really, if it wasn't for Jay-Z and Reebok. He was really the first person on that level to do that. And you know how dope it was? Because Jay partnered with the album. You know what I'm saying? The mixtape itself. That mixtape was cold. Bro, the the story about all that, when you listen to Steve Stout, even how he partnered with Jada and and AI, and how at one point, Jada was the headline. Like, you would tell people in the store, Jada's coming, and this is what made people buy this shit. Uh That shoe, it it looked like a classic Reebok uh, classic. We, um guy that met while I'm making to the NFL when I was in high school. Uh, I ain't gonna say his name, I don't give him no props, but he called himself clowning me one day because I came on with the cleanest Reebok classics you ever seen. But I was a trendsetter even back in high school. Yeah. Whatever me and my crew wore, everyone started wearing. And they, of course they dissed at first to try to try to sneak this. Of course, like, of course. like, oh, he got on nurse shoes. Ah, big laugh. Next thing you know, <laughs> two weeks later, he's walking in with the black version. So, yeah. you know, we've been dealing with that for a minute. Yeah, man. So for those who want to get in touch with Can I Kick It, they want to learn a lot more about the brand even past this moment well, how can they do that um you can reach us on all social media platforms at can i kick it though uh we actually are online at can i kick it.com you can shop you can check out all the different sneaker art we have we have air fresheners we have rugs um shout out to ks the og my creative uh, designer down there in uh texas so her brand is wipe your ears i don't know if you saw the rugs over there um you know we got one at the studio oh most definitely yeah, most definitely yeah, I remove need your please yeah. remove your yeezys yeah, before yeah, you walk yeah, in yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we're on all social media platforms, like I said, coming soon to a podcast near you. You know, just come kick it with the crew. Boy, I appreciate you coming through tonight. I don't want to stop you from mingling with these folks and making sure you tell more about the brand. But thank you for stopping by tonight. I appreciate you having us, man. Bro, we're going to have you back in live here about daily soon, man. Come on, come kick it with us and talk about sneaker culture again. Already, already. You got to appreciate it. Y'all know what it is. It's Cash Color Campus, um, high level of conversation. We live from an urban city market for Atlanta City Market.